Hey guys, welcome to The Actor and The Actuary. We're just two guys in opposite states talking about our careers, our life in completely two different worlds as we try to figure out what the heck is going on, who we are, what we're doing, and if it means something. Hey Jeff, what you uh, drinking over there? Oh, what are you drinking? What are you drinking? What are you drinking? Nice to see you. I have... Um, a very unique drink tonight. <laughs> I see that. That looks uh, quite nutritious. This is a green cold pressed juice made of apple, cucumber, celery, lemon, spinach, ginger, kale, and parsley. Wow. Would you have ever drank that before meeting your lovely wife? Yes. Oh, okay. Surprising. Do you uh, know what that reminds me of? No. We have some mutual friends uh, that were mentioned on previous episodes. Uh, the ginger. Ginger. Ginger and AS, uh, and uh, they in college they found <laughs> the place that made naked juice. Yeah, and then like apparently they would like throw out extra juice that was oh, still good. Oh, I in know a this story. Yeah, and they'd go out in the back and grab them. <laughs> yes, I knew that story. And like they like they drank so much naked and then they'd always love to make the joke like hey we're gonna go get naked yeah so anyway that's what that reminds me of. this is very similar it's uh it's from um pressed juicery but yes mm. it's uh it's a good one what are you drinking over there well i've uh i've got the lake monster depth charge it's a juicy ipa over here Ooh, it's from the bold north bold north it's uh it's from saint paul Minnesota. That's the capital for those of you that did not know that. I did not know that. Well, now you do. Actually, <laughs> I, I, uh, <laughs> you know, when you take your, uh, your test to get your license, they prompt you what the test is going to be like. They give you an example of just like, Hey, here's the questions you're going to get. And it yeah. said like, here's the, here's the example question it said, what is the, the capital of Minnesota? And it gave two answers, Minneapolis or St. Paul. And I was 16 and I was like freaking nervous. And I was like, Minneapolis. And it was like wrong. And I was like, no, <laughs> like, okay, you're ready to take the test. I'm like, no. Do you think they put that on there just to see how many people are going to get that wrong? I like, I bet they use that data. They're oh, like, I'm sure look at all these it's people. tested. Yeah. <laughs> These dumb 15, 16 year olds don't know anything. Uh, I felt so silly. Got my license though. <laughs> you got it. That's all that counts. All right, Jeff, the uh, red flag is up on our mailbox. We've got some mail. Wait, hold on a second. Doesn't the red flag box when it's up mean that mail's outgoing? Oh, interesting. That would explain is why the mailman never takes our mail. <laughs> but wait a minute. Isn't that like kind of what AOL's thing was for a while? The, the flag was like up or something and that like You've indicated mail. Yeah. Well, well, gosh, you are so good at that. Um, anyway, so the mail, the, it's up. They haven't taken the mail, but there's some new mixed in with it. Let's hear it. Oh, yeah. That's the good. Okay. Okay. I got to look at the, the old logos now to see if that's true. That's crazy. Okay. Anyway, this one is from uh, M. 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 Uh, okay. Yes. M. Yes. Uh, M says, congratulations, Jeff, on uh, baby girl number two coming. Uh, mm -hmm. She suggests that you move back to Minnesota because there's more basketball hoops here. Oh, oh um, okay. And on that note, she did just uh, finish the episode on grieving. She says, what a great subject to tackle. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, mm. you had a lot of great insights. And um, she says she can relate to you, Jeff, because when you needed to uh, shoot hoops to really process through things, uh, she in the same way did hours on her bike. Mm. Uh, so really related to you on that topic. So thanks for sharing that. Yeah, the physical exertion is a, it's a good way to get through that and process that. I, I like that. Exactly. Yep. And on a more personal note, she says that she uh, loves each of our wives. So she loved the uh, Our Ladies episode as well. So, yeah, Sick. I mean, well, who wouldn't I, love our wives? Who wouldn't? Who, well, thank you, Em. Thank you for the for the writing in. The Welcome to the moniker list and welcome to the show. Aaron, I have no idea what we're talking about tonight. Um, we actually did not prepare anything. So why don't you tell me what we're talking about? Yeah, well, uh, tonight we are going to talk about... Uh, a place that I think is dear to each of us. Uh, we're going to talk about Trout Lake Camp. I love Trout. And we are going to discuss our pre-prepared top 10 list of things we love about Trout Lake Camp. Oh, but we didn't prepare these. Oh, well, you <laughs> just wanted to start recording. So. Okay. Well, let's do it. All right. Top 10 things that we love about Trout. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to go back and forth. So obviously okay. I have the even numbers and you have the odd numbers. Okay, good. So, so I'm going first. Are we starting with 10? Oh, starting with 10 and going down to one. That's usually what they do. Okay, go. You're up. Number 10 snacks. Like, because you were just moving around all day and you were like 18 years old, you could eat whatever the heck you wanted. And so there was always snacks. You run by that dining hall. Oh yeah, sure. I'll have an uncrustable peanut butter and jelly sandwich. (laughs) That thing's 600 calories. doesn't matter. You'll be, you'll burn that thing off in a couple of minutes. All the snacks. So good. And I, I mean, we, I had it in, uh, with some of the cooks and dishwashers there. So the the people who had the ends were like your butts, right? Like you'd be like, Hey, you know, you got some of those extra cookies or I know that cookie, like the cookie dough itself, you would have it like be put off to the side and people would be running in at night. Like, Hey, Hey, where's that cookie dough? (laughs) Like, Oh Mm -hmm. man, snacks were the best. Oh man. Yeah. That was like the best part of being there. No, it was not. It was the 10th best. (laughs) Jeff, what was nine? Number nine, Zorba's trips. It had to be Zorba's trips. Mm-hmm. You got me on, you got me on food. So we went from snacks to like meal. We're talking pizza. We're talking the best pizza. You know, you'd go on a weekend, you'd usually get on a, a, a pontoon with your buds or sometimes you would drive over, but you just go across cross Lake, you dock it, you go in and you get just the best pizza on Saturday night with all your workers before you go back to work the next day. Oh my goodness. And do you know, like thinking back, like they give you the, like the plastic cups you can take home if you, if you get a soft drink. Yep. Oh my gosh. I drank like, and they're, they're pretty big. They're, I don't know, 16 ounces or something. Oh yeah. And I would drink like four cups full of Coke or something. And that is just so terrible. I can't believe I did that, but yeah, but we had all these like little mini fridges in our cabins. And so we're like slamming (laughs) these pizza boxes in there. Like how long can I make this extra pizza last? That's so true. And oh, by the way, for those of you that don't know Zorba's, I mean, if you have not been to Zorba's, you have not really been to the bold north. Uh, there's a there's a few different Zorba's in Minnesota, and it, it is the premier up north pizza chain. Um, and, you know, pretty much all I think all of them have a dock on the lake. So you got a boat there, which is what we always did. And man, a Zorba's night that was always special. Hey, Jeff, were you a part of the day? So trout lake it's on a it's on a chain of lakes and like like you said zorba's is on cross lake it's probably a good i don't know just spitballing here five six miles i don't know Mm -hmm. like over water were you there the time that we took like 12 canoes and canoed there 
I I mean, I vaguely remember this. <laughs> I want to say that it just, it took us forever, right? Like oh, we did. all got super sunburned. Oh yeah. And you're like going by all these boats that cost more than my parents' house. Yep. <laughs> and they're just like, what are you doing canoeing? <laughs> yeah. Because they had that channel where you had to go real slow under that yep. bridge and there's that yep. restaurant there and everybody's like, what the heck? And there's all these canoers and these kids and we're just kind of going all the way across this lake. Yeah. You never see canoes on the channel lakes. <laughs> no. I mean, going, going was fine. You were excited. It was cool. You get pizza going back was like oh, water this is the worst but but what's funny then is the dock you you had there's like a steep incline and then a flat space at the top of the, the hill so like we carried all 12 canoes yeah. up this very, the very steep stairway and just set all the canoes on, in the uh on the field right at the top it was really funny <laughs> i love zorbas ah so good number eight night games oh yeah so I mean, good. it, it doesn't matter that we worked there and we weren't campers. Like the night games were awesome. And as a counselor, well, there were two types of counts of cabin counselors. There were those that were like, oh yeah, games are games and nobody, you know, it doesn't really matter. It's just, you know, they're just a game. And then there's the ones that are like, no, we got to win this. And they had this thing called cabin of the week. Right. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. like, if you won the most games, got the most points, you got an ice cream party, but you always, well, I always went for cabin of the week and I was so competitive in those night games. Uh, it's so fun. And it was not just for the campers. It was definitely for all of us running through the woods with flashlights and, you know, trying to find the, the hidden people. It was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, you, we were basically doing that together. We were in, I mean, we counseled in CIT like eight times in a row one summer, I think. So there was multiple times where we were, okay, kids, like you just hang with us. We're going to go win <laughs> in cabin of the week because you know, we got free ice cream at the end of the week when you did. So, oh yeah. All right. So there's one game. I wouldn't call this a night game, but it was like the night game we'd play for like third and fourth graders. So, you know, be like six o'clock if you call, if you count that as a night game and it's called safari, they had to go around catching animals um, and the skits, uh, well, Je Jeff and I spent a lot of time on the skits, uh, and this one, I do recall it being at the beach. And so we had all the people come to the, or it was at the point, sorry, it was at the point and we had the whole camp come there and, you know, the different animals would appear. And then, uh, sure enough out on the water, you'd see a tiger water skiing behind the boat. And I'm pretty sure that was you, Jeff. Do you remember this? I don't know. It sounds like me, but it sounds like, you. yeah. And it was like, when it got wet, it was really heavy. So you like had to try to start on the dock because if you like sat in the water and tried to water ski, the thing was just too heavy. So I vividly remember that. I was like, Oh, there's a water skiing tiger. <laughs> the games were so much fun. Yeah. They were so fun. Number seven, it's got to be senior high weekend. Oh, senior high weekend. <laughs> I mean, oh, because, man. cause you know, you, you, you have a lot of fun again. You're doing all these really sweet night games. You're going to Timber Ridge. You're like, there's paintball involved. It's a really mm -hmm. fun week, but these are older kids. So you're up later. It's just a little bit more exhausting. So it's, oh, it's a shorter week. You have all of Saturday off. So normally a normal week, um, non-high school week is a Sunday starting at 5 PM and it goes all the way through Saturday afternoon or late morning. The, the parents arrive. And so you have a day and a half, not really a little over a day off on senior high weekend, they leave Friday around noon and you have all the way until Sunday. So it is like yeah, hey, two days, two days, you got a party. So oh, an yeah. extra time you like got to hang out with friends. You felt like just a little bit more recouped. Um, I just you, really enjoyed that long weekend. 
Yeah, you definitely take a trip to the cities that weekend if you were planning on the it. The cities. That, the cities. Yeah, that, that's always where you'd go. And that weekend always occurred like halfway through the summer. So you were so in need of a break at that point. Yeah. And it was perfect. Number six. Well, Jeff, uh, that worked out pretty perfectly because my number six is the cities themselves. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, when you're in the cities, uh, you know, like I'm in the cities, that's what we, you know, we call the metropolitan area here in the Bold North. Bold North. You always talk about going up north on the weekend, right? Well, here's the thing. When you work up north and when you're up north all the time, you'd actually talk about going to the cities. And you might be thinking, oh, so like they would go down to Minneapolis? No, not exactly. By the cities, we mean Brainerd, which (laughs) if you're not from Minnesota, you probably have no idea where that is. It's basically the nearest city with a target at it. And it was like the most exciting thing uh, to go to the cities, to go to Target. And, and I remember a few times, Jeff, that we, you know, went to Applebee's and that was just like so exciting. We're like, yes, Applebee's food. Nothing better than Applebee's. You're just yeah. like, you're needing to get out, you know, on oh, those, yeah. that little bit of time, especially on that mm-hmm. long weekend. You, you're like, I have extra time. I'm going to go buy some things at Target that I really needed. I'm also just going to feel a little bit of sense of freedom, um, mm-hmm. which, you know, when you're, when you're working full time at a camp to get away from the camp is just for a little bit is exactly what you need. Number five, tetherball. Tetherball, come on! Oh, oh my gosh! I mean, it should be almost number one for me, what? but I, I'm I'm dropping it here just to be leave some room for some better things. But because if you don't understand, tetherball was like everything to me. You don't remember the big battles that I had? We mm. would have matches where people would stand around and watch me and Tyler Jardine go at it and at it. We had the longest games. We were the best. We, you couldn't you couldn't even come close to playing against me and Tyler. I mean, it yeah. was, I mean, I remember that, but if you're not good at it, I mean, you know, it doesn't really make your top, well, top five list. Well, that's why you're not the one saying it. All right. Fair enough. I mean, there was competitions. Kids would watch you would like, there would be challenges. I don't know if you ever remember this. We'd stand up in the dining hall at lunch and uh, grab a microphone and we would like have challenges like Tyler, I challenge you at blah, blah, blah time. Like down at the tether ball court, let's go. And everybody'd be like, Whoa! like, Oh, we, it was so fun. And so, yeah, there would be big matches and people would be just, uh, so who, uh, who's, I mean, who ultimately was better Was that you or Tyler? Well, unless he, uh, writes in with a moniker as the tetherball man, I would say that it was me. Of course. Why wouldn't you? If Tyler, if this podcast gets to Tyler, uh, that is impressive. That is impressive. Not as impressive as my skills over his though. Ooh, number four, number four has got to be. Rook and Dr. Pepper <laughs> said in uh, the way that one of our friends uh, always like to say it, uh, Rook and Dr. Pepper is the staple of a non-counselor staff member at Trout Lake. Uh, if you're a counselor, yeah, you're confined to that cabin with those 10 kids all night. But if you are not a counselor, uh, you got some free time in the evening. And what are you going to do? Well, you're going to play some cards, namely Rook. I don't know why Rook was the card game of choice at Trout. And yeah, you're going to drink some Dr. Pepper. That's just mm-hmm. what you do. So you Rook, Rook and Dr. Pepper, you stay out till curfew 1130. And if you're feeling spicy, then you stay out past curfew and either hope that the night watchman doesn't find you or you get him in on the game. The night watchman rock <laughs> on his golf cart with his big flashlight. Well, it, no, there was that other uh, who, what, what is his name? Oh yeah. John. Yeah. Yeah. John yeah. Was the night watchman too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. J O. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Aaron, I got a question for you. All right. Rook high or rook low? Oh, man. Is this even a question? I mean, rook low. Rook high is just a dumb game. Like, why are you even playing rook high? Why? Because it's just a wild card that trumps everything? Yeah, and it's worth the most points. It's like, oh, boy, I should get so many. I should get 20 points just because I have the. I was dealt the highest card in the deck. Dumb. Rook low. I agree with you. Uh, that variation is called Kentucky rook, by the way. So there I you did go. not know that. Yeah, there you go. Number three. I mean, can I be can I be cheesy? Can I can I say friendships? Oh, <laughs> cute. Well, good because it is. I like I've had incredible friendships and like memories with people and like the community <laughs> being just around everyone. Like just the people there, it was something else. Like yeah, I don't I don't talk to all the same people anymore. But like my memories of trout, all of those things are cool. But the things revolved around doing it with others and like just being present with other people and learning to grow together and um, have fun together and, you know, uh, be around um, just other God loving people. It, it was something else. Oh, yeah. There were so many cool people that I met and really a ton of them that I'm still in contact with today. It made everything so real, you know, like that you were doing it with these people who you could mm -hmm. trust and you get to know, and maybe, you know, weren't probably going to be friends with outside of a trout thing. It would, but something was so special about that community, about that place that brought people from all these different walks of life, all these different backgrounds, all these different differences. And it was mm -hmm. like, be unified here, be unified under God, be unified in this camp, be unified in the games you're doing and the things that you're doing together and on a mission together. And it was like, it was powerful. I mean, it truly was. Yeah. Well, I mean, and it was really powerful for your brother, right? Who, uh, you know, ended up meeting his wife there. <laughs> I think a lot of people met their spouse there. Yeah, that's probably true. That's probably true. Number two, you know, Jeff, uh, I wanted to choose more than five things. So I'm going to, you know, I'm going to put a word in here that means more than one thing and, and I'm going to put it as my top spot. So there you go. Uh, my number two is creation, meaning two different things. First of all, the natural beauty, the, the created beauty at Trout Lake, it is beautiful. Like there's just sitting on, and like there's hundreds and hundreds of feet of shoreline and, you know, just sitting on the point with just you know, dozens of, of Norway pines towering over you and just looking at, you know, the vast water on either side. It's just beautiful. It's a beautiful place to be and connect with others and connect with God. Um, and then the second part of creation is going to be the creation that we could do when you were there. If you wanted to do something, you just did it. Like mm -hmm. if you were like, Hey, I think this would be cool. This, I think people would like this. You could do it and you could like, speak it into being like you could, you could create stuff and, uh, and people could enjoy it. Like, especially when, when we were on program staff, it's like, Hey, you know, um, how about we make people canoe at 10 30 at night to get to their final clue? Okay, let's do it. And then they just had to do it. And like, you just heard stories the next day about, well, either people that enjoyed it or people who thought it was way too much work. Uh, but that, I would say creation. Um, that's my number two. Yeah, it's a good one. I mean, it, it really is. You could, there was a freedom, there was a safety uh, at that place that you just could do it. You could create what you wanted, whether it be something even in like the crafty place. Uh, what's mm -hmm. that room called? Uh, you're talking about where they put out all the food for actors? 
<laughs> nice, nice, <laughs> nice. What was the that? craft shack? Yeah, the craft shack. There was like the craft shack. You know, you could go in and in, in the day, and you could create your own stuff, just literally out of anything or beads or all these mm-hmm. kinds of things. You create the games. You could create. We created the rules to all the games. We created oh, yeah. the skits to all the games. We create like there was um, all the curriculum, the Bible X curriculum. It was all mm-hmm. created. Yeah. Um, and I think it was just fun. There was so much freedom in that. Uh, I, I just I loved it. Yeah, it taught me that like if I put my mind to it and I've got a good, you know, good team around me, like you can create whatever you want. For some reason at, at camp, there would be bulk items of like things that other people didn't want. So I remember there was a huge box of uh, pencils, unsharpened <laughs> pencils. What are you going to do with that? Well, we would build pencil towers and try to mm-hmm. uh, build them as high as possible. So I remember we would build them up to the ceiling in the rec shack. Yep. Uh so, yeah. and a lot of that stuff showed up on like amphitheater games too. Like, how do you oh, yeah. kill time while you're releasing 300 kids to go eat? So you're oh. like just killing so much time. Is there like, am I next? Am I next? Yeah, Willow can go. <laughs> Existential. Cr- oh my gosh. I should have done amphitheater as number two. Amphitheater was my favorite. Yeah. Oh, so All right. about that. Aaron, I'm giving you a bonus here 1.5. <laughs> It's got to be amphitheater. Uh, what is amphitheater, you might ask? Hey, I'm going to ask, what is amphitheater? Well, this is where you take a logistical problem and make it fun. Here's the logistical problem. You got to get 300 people uh, into the dining hall and eat a meal. Um, <laughs> that sounds like a logistical nightmare, unless you stick them all in this amphitheater and have some, uh, some jokers like talk at them and uh play some games which you and i did many times jeff and i loved it i absolutely (laughs) loved it i'm I'm sure i loved it more than anybody that was listening but we would do songs we would do games we would just play around with people and i just i remember the very last time i did amphitheater i was like so sad Mm. i was so sad i was like this was it it was so fun i just loved it I remember when we were on program together and, you know, we, we would, at times, I think we would trade off the morning shift. The morning amphitheater was like, not the fun one. It was, I don't know, 637 AM. What time was it at? 730 AM? I think it was at 755. (laughs) Okay. So in the seven, in the seven range, but you know, when you're in, when you're that young, that's like early, early. So, so I remember we would trade off, but I remember waking up, uh, to, the entire campground going, good morning, Jeff. <laughs> and you had had, you were down there doing morning shift and you had had them yelling my name from the amphitheater all the way back to the shack that we were living in so that I would get up and come join. And I remember like, oh no, they're, they're cheering me down. So I'd throw all my sweatpants and I walked. And then when I got to the top of the amphitheater, everybody goes, yeah. <laughs> and they, had woke, they officially woke me up and brought me to the amphitheater to join you. Oh my gosh, that is so awesome. Yeah, and then there's the time, of course, that uh, I was the uh, the butt of the joke in, in amphitheater as well. Um, apparently, somebody contacted the other people on the program staff and said, hey, uh, you know, it'd be cool if everyone in the amphitheater got to throw a water balloon at Aaron. Um, and this was before the days of, wh- what is what is that thing called where you can fill up all the water balloons? Bunch of balloons. This was before the days of bunch of balloons. Um, where like you could fill up 30 balloons at the same time. So literally my coworkers spent the entire afternoon filling up 300 water balloons one at a time by hand. And then I get to amphitheater and they, they handed one out to everybody. 
and they handed me a catcher's mask <laughs> and on the count of three 300 people threw a water balloon at me at the exact same time it was terrifying <laughs> i do not remember that story that's good well, yeah it was uh, like the the force of the water balloon like the, it was a it was really hard like i felt like this is a fraction of what it feels like to be stoned or something. I don't oh know. gosh. I mean, the, the things that happened, the games, that the, the pies that hit people's faces. I mean, so many fun activities, yeah. amphitheater games, for sure. A good, mm. good. Number one and a half, Aaron. Yeah. Thank, thanks. Thanks for allowing that extra one, Jeff. Number one, worship chapel. Mm -hmm. um, chapel time at trout is special, special just in my memories it's special just kind of in the atmosphere uh just this like spiritually alive place and i remember like people just you know after dinner either before or after a night game depending on the game you know you would go and, and do chapel and people would just line up out that door you grab your bible you go you go you go and get a snack at the oh. uh what was that? The canteen. Yeah, sorry. I Man, you are out of practice. You go and get a snack at the canteen, candy bar, soda, whatever it was, and then you you know, run out to uh to stand in line in the chapel. And I I mean it was just powerful. The music was good. The you know the speaker every week you just get to know mm -hmm. and like um and that would just like lead the whole week through all up until the last one, which is usually down at a bonfire and like just powerful powerful moments. I just remember kids just like coming to the Lord. I just remember feeling it myself as a camper and watching that transition all the way up through the way I, you know, would join staff and, and was on program and counseling and all of that. And like, there's just so many good memories of worshiping, um, in chapel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, everyone was so excited for it. It wasn't like, Oh, now it's time to go to church. It was like, Oh, everyone was like, like you said, people would line up at the door and they'd be crowding the door and then somebody would have yeah. to open the door and there'd be a mad rush, you yeah, know, to go the in front there row. And get, and yeah, they, the people would be seats. doing like the wave and like getting the uh -huh. crowd hyped and just being yep. packed in a room with 300 plus kids, plus staff, plus the band, great speakers. The music mm -hmm. was just powerful. That's gotta be number one. And really it was the purpose of Trout Lake, yeah. right? It's the purpose to, uh, if you go into the main, the main courtyard of camp, there's a sign there that still stands today. It says Trout Lake Camp, a, meet, a meeting place with God. Mm -hmm. um, and that's really what it is. And so, yeah, that's gotta be number one. There's, there's no other number one I, I could choose besides that one either. So good one, Jeff. Wow, man. That was a really solid, uh, 11, um, <laughs> choices. Yeah. I mean, it's a good thing that we've really prepared and put that list down ahead of time or else mm -hmm. it really could have been a disjointed, uh, right. episode. Right. Cause then now at least everybody's still listening for sure. Yeah, exactly. Well, if you're still listening, uh, we thank you for it. If you want to know anything about trolley camp, you can hit us with the email, the actor and the actuary at gmail.com. Uh, so go ahead and do that. And also if you haven't been to trout, um, I highly, highly recommend it. Um, go to troutlakecamps.org and take a look. It is an incredible place and it seriously is a meeting place with God. Oh yeah. You got to go. You got to go get there now. Go, go, go. Go.